greed. It's toppled highly paid executives, bought down governments, and value thousands of staff, their jobs and retirement funds. Some people say that greed may be a bigger threat than an act of terrorism. After seeing Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom a few weeks ago, I, st I stopped and thought about what greed can do to a person. The movie illustrates it well as the main antagonists portray greed in ways I've never quite seen before. One of the antagonists, Ken Wheatley, was sent to the island to retrieve dinosaurs before a volcanic eruption. Uh, but he only went to the island because, because of the large amount of money he would receive for, for completing it. Later in the movie, after he retrieved some important dinosaurs, he made a call to a person which Ken wanted more money for rescuing the dinosaur. After about 10 seconds of arguing, they come up with an agreement. Before the dinosaurs boarded the boat, Ken went to a stegosaurus with a dental tool that whipped out teeth. He got a tooth from every species of dinosaur that he retrieved. Later in the movie, after a stampede of guests ran out of a mansion to, to safety after an escaped dinosaur wrecked havoc, Ken went inside and saw a dinosaur he'd never seen before. Focusing his eyes on the teeth of the dinosaur, which were really sharp, after he... he he hit the creature with two tranquilizer darts, and it fell to the ground playing dead. Not, not, reali not realising he needed three to put it to sleep, he, he went into the cage he was in and closed the door behind him, looking for the largest tooth he could find for the centrepiece of his necklace. He used his tool and tried to pull out the tooth, but it wouldn't budge. After a, few, after a while of trying, the dinosaur grabbed his arm and stood up, making Ken airborne, trying to rip it off. The dinosaur succeeded in ripping off his arm, and Ken, and Ken fell to the floor and backed up against the cage, crying. After that, the, the dinosaur started eating him while another character was taking to the elevator at the end of the room. Oh, oh God. This is why I can't watch this movie. <laughs> What's the name of the movie? I'll tell you what. Oh, okay. Greed is not simply caring about money and possessions, but caring too much about them. The greedy person is too attached to his things and his money, or craves more money and more things in an excessive way. Greed has nasty effects on our inner emotional lives, the anxiety and excitability we feel when we long for some possession, and the false confidence that upon gaining it will be reassured and satisfied. It places us in a monstrous loop of greed. By contrast, the purity of generosity is most present not only when we share, but enjoy doing so. While greed is, in a, is an inner condition, it can be expressed in many of the choices that the greedy person makes. In fact, greed is related to justice in the following way. If I am greedy and am excessive in my riches in keeping possessions, I may be stripped I might be uh, I may be stripping others from their basic needs. Perhaps I could make do with last year's winter coat rather than buying a new one. Or or if I do buy a new one, I can donate last year's to a local shelter or agency or to a person I know who is in need. One one Corinthians six one Corinthians six verse ten says, Nor thieves, nor the greedy nor drunkards, nor revealers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. This is pretty straightforward. You will not, you will not be received into heaven if you practice greed daily. This, this, this verse is talking to those who make these sins a lifestyle. You, you and I make greedy choices from time to time and are forgiven when we ask for it. But for those who are out, who are, for those who are out only for themselves and use greed to establish their life will not, will not inherit eternal life. There are some things that we can do to fight evil, evil in our lives, 
First, a bit of self-assessment can be helpful. We might track our spending over one or two month period and categorize our expenditures. This could, this could shed some light on our, on our priorities uh, and on ways we could cut excessive spending. Second, we, we could take a holiday from consumerism. Big word. During, during this break, avoid advertising, shopping for things you don't need, looking through magazines and watching home improvement shows. This is both countercultural and freeing. Finally, just give some money away. Make some commitments to give a certain amount of money away on a regular basis to a, cha- to a charitable organization, local religious group, or relief agency. It may be difficult to do at first, but over time doing so will not only be good for you, it will, it will help make real needs that others have. Let's begin with self-assessment. You need to develop confidence to acquire actions that may advance you in your business or career. However, However, be, being confident isn't as easy as it sounds. The foremost prosperous, yeah, prosperous folks are, will manage the con- contradictions of life, who are awake to, however, not, affect, not, not, not affected by the limitations. Uh, insecurity dis- disables us from gaining control of our... Uh, over, uh, so insecurity disables us from gaining control of our inner demons and creating one thing. In creating one thing of, of our lives. <coughs> Vanity makes us return off as 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 know-it-alls that erodes our level of influence. And one and once a long time, folks can stop taking note of us. Confidence is at the equal equalization act between pride and uncertainty, and it's peace current. Ah. Uh, uh, how would we take a break from consumerism? Craig Goodwin, a pastor from City, Washington, splendidly addressed this, this, this disconnect with, with one of his books, Year of Lots. In late December of 2007, once a very nerve-wracking binge of Christmas searching, Craig and his wife Nancy set to do a daring experiment. For the complete next year, they might purchase solely things that were used, homegrown, homemade, or created and sold domestically, whereas the con- concept being as a reaction against materialism, it quickly developed into one thing deeper, personal, and non-secular. Yeah. In Craig's words, we wanted to break free of the belief that our hope and joy could be focused in consumable goods. Mm. We wanted to raise our daughters as children of the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of goods. We wanted to live more fully interrogated lives by making financial decisions based on what we value and believe. I don't put quotes. Mm. Finally, giving money, finally, just give give money away. Uh, Let's let's talk about budget. In in December, after you get gifts and and perhaps a ticket home, $260 (coughs) will feel cumbersome. However, $5 per week pulled from your bank account or pay is unlikely to impact your lifestyle and adds up to the same amount. Just like anything else, budgeting for, for your giving away and your philanthropy is really important. It could, it could be a line on your budget, just like a car payment or, or mortgage or trouble. By making, by, by making giving a part of your financial plan, you can avoid both debt and guilt. Mm. Yeah.